Hey guys, it's Alexia here with Let's Get Into It. And for episode one, we are going to be diving deep, not too deep, but we're going to be diving deep into Chase Your Dreams or Get Left Behind. And that's a pretty loaded statement, if you will. And I'm not going to hold you too long, but what I mean by that statement is to really find your purpose in this lifetime. You know, a lot of a lot of people can really understand that the time that we have on this earth is very limited. And while you are here, it's important that you're not only doing something that you love, that you're passionate about, but you're also fulfilling God's purpose for you in this life. And whether you believe in God or not, that's on you. That's that's your prerogative. But it's really important to find what it is that you're meant to be doing on this physical earth. And I come here to tell you, I didn't always have that figured out. I didn't always know for certain, for sure, what I wanted to do. I just kind of had an idea. And ever since I was in high school, I kind of always thought, you know, I'm I'm really good in science. Like, I, I had, like, straight A's in science. I don't think I've ever had a B in science in high school. And I just always clung, clung, clinged, whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. I always just was very attracted to science. And as the years went on, I was just like, you know what? When I go to college, I'm going to do something science-y. I'm going to do something that has to do with science. And when I was little, being in the pediatrician's office, my mom would always, like, kind of put in my head, oh, you know, you should be a pediatrician, you would be so good at it, and that would be something that you would definitely love, and all this other stuff, and it wasn't really a bad idea, because my pediatrician, she was just so sweet, kind, helpful, and so nice, and so I just knew that that was something I could definitely do. You know, being naive, not really knowing everything that it took to be a pediatrician. And, you know, so when I progressed to college, I was like, I'm going to be pre-med. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to be a pediatrician. You know, I'm going to do it. And so reality definitely sunk in. And by my, by the second semester of my freshman year, I had already failed one yeah I I failed like two classes my freshman year and so as you guys may know trying to become a doctor you can't really fail that many classes you know what I'm saying you got to be up on it and when I met with my advisor she basically told me like you know you're going to have other hard classes and so it kind of was like a wake-up call like maybe I don't want to be a pediatrician you know what I'm saying maybe that's not something I want to do because the classes that came with it was just so hard not that I wasn't capable of passing or doing well in those classes it was just like you know let me let me research other things let me figure out what it is that I really want to do and so she put the idea of PA school in my mind and at that time, I really didn't know what PA school was. And so I had to do my research and see what it was and what the job entailed, the schooling, the prerequisites and all that stuff. And 
all that, I started to realize, like, you know, maybe I want to do PA school, and I'll just do PA school, whatever. So, for the rest of my college career, that's what I was doing, like, preparing for PA school. I was so, like, set on PA school, like, so it went from pediatrician to PA school, and so around the time I was about to graduate, COVID hit, and so I had to leave, everyone had to leave school and go straight to like online whatever and I was going to take a year off and say you know what I'm going to take a year off get my um patient care hours and just really be a strong candidate so that you know I can get in and start working and well start schooling and then start working and yeah and so when I was home and I started finishing up school and I was like you know what COVID is here maybe my chances of getting into PA school will be easier that's a lie but you know maybe it'll be easier for me to get into PA school so I ended up applying to 12 PA schools like keep keep that number in your mind because it's important so I ended up applying to 12 different PA schools like not just in South Carolina but in Georgia Um, Maryland, Florida, like I was applying to a lot of different schools with different requirements, you know, just different types of stuff. And so come about September of 2020, you know, I had heard back from about maybe three and they were rejection letters. And I was like, well, dang, you know, what am I doing wrong or whatever? And there's like a lot of Uh, what do you call it there's like a lot of things that I didn't understand going into applying for PA school like they include in your GPA every class that you took even the classes that you failed so they calculate that into your GPA not the GPA that you graduated with from your college but they calculate every single class that you took even the you know, the withdrawal classes, the failed classes, they, they, they consider everything. And so that was, you know, that was a lot. And so my graduating GPA was different from the CASPA GPA, which is the application portal that you use to apply to these schools. So anyways, you know, I graduated with a 3-2, but according to CASPA, I graduated with a 2-9. And so that 2-9 was like way below the requirement for majority of these schools. And the GRE, if you guys know what that is, it's kind of like the MCAT for medical school, for PA school. And my GRE, I took it once and it wasn't great. I'll tell you that now, it wasn't great at all. But yeah and I applied with you know all that stuff and by come September I had already had like three rejections and you know time started to progress and I kept getting rejections I kept getting rejections and so after a certain point I was so used to getting rejected that once the rejection started to roll in I was like not surprised at all was I disappointed absolutely but I was never surprised because I was like well dang like I kind of saw this coming and so long story short I obviously am not in PA school and 
reason being that it just that wasn't what I was meant to be doing I am strongly I strongly believe that that wasn't what I was meant to be doing and as time went on 2021 came in you know I was kind of lost like honestly y'all I was lost I didn't know where I was going I didn't know what I was going to do and God blessed me to have such an amazing partner to present me with uh, another opportunity and that opportunity was nursing school and so I was like okay you know just looking into it seeing what they offer the prerequisites you know just different stuff like that and how long the program was and y'all the program was 12 months I had all of the prereqs except for like two classes and I met their GPA requirement you know like everything was checking off so I was like you know what I might as well pursue this opportunity and I did and thank God I did because I'm sitting in Atlanta right now speaking to you guys about to start nursing school on Monday and today is Saturday so that's you know that's right around the corner so in saying all of that it doesn't matter what you think you want to do or what someone tells you that you should do follow your heart do what you want to do find whatever you feel as though is going to benefit you in the end and I had a hard time with that because growing up I always wanted to I always wanted to impress my mom my family members with like my career what I would end up doing how much money I would be making and that's the number one issue right there that was a problem because it's not about them it's about me and what I want to do and what I feel like would be better for me and my dreams so yes enough about me enough about you know my little journey I just wanted to let you guys know that in all I've been through the struggles I've been through failed classes I've been through rejections you know and God says delay does not mean denied and so this opportunity presented itself at the right time you know just when I really was giving up hope like oh my gosh what am I going to do and so with that being said if you are like me and you're at that point in your life where you're kind of like lost, you don't know what to do, you know, you probably work a regular job, but it's not really fulfilling you and it's not giving you that walking in your destiny, walking in your purpose type of feel, then I have some tips and some tricks that will honestly help you get started towards what you really are meant to be doing here in this physical realm so my first tip would be to self-reflect and I know that probably may sound cliche but self-reflecting is really important it not only allows you to learn yourself but it actually allows you to learn what you like to do you know whether it's from like technology IT Um, animals people medicine you know what I'm saying whatever it is that you like to do it allows you to kind of feel that out and understand that and understand what it is that you would enjoy doing while making money doing it if 
that makes sense. So find your passion. Look within yourself and say, what is it that I like to do? And it could be just an idea. Like, let me see. Like, you like makeup, okay? And if you like makeup, man or male or female, if you like makeup and you're just like, I love makeup, I love doing it on my face, da-da-da-da, then explore that do that if that's your passion then do that don't let someone say oh you know that there's not a lot of money in that oh you know you got to build your clientele oh you know that's not really a stable income don't let no one discourage you from doing what it is that you feel in your heart that you are meant to be doing Because you never know what God has in store for you. You never know what opportunities God will present to you. So if you enjoy doing makeup, if you enjoy, you know, choreography, coming up with dances, different, it doesn't matter what it is that you enjoy doing, do it. Because you never know where that could land you. You could be doing famous celebrities makeups you could be choreographing Chris Brown's new music video you know what I'm saying like there is there is no limit to this life there is no limit to what it is that you want to do so don't let anyone tell you that you know oh there's a limit on that or you that uh, that doesn't sound like a good idea because those type of those types of people you really don't want in your circle and I'm gonna get to that a little later but yeah do self-reflect and find what it is that you want to do find out what you like what you love and go for it now another tip is to surround yourself with like-minded individuals look at your circle I want you to take the time out if you have a big circle and you have a group of friends, I want you to take time out to really, really, really dive deep and say, are these group of friends pushing me towards my goals? Do these group of friends have goals themselves? Do these group of friends exude persistence, determination, motivation, Are they motivated? Do they have aspirations? You know, are they stuck in their own little bubble and they're refusing to get out of it? It's okay to be stuck in a bubble. Don't get me wrong. But then there's there's a whole nother ball game when you when you refuse to get out of that bubble. So it's it's really it's really vital to be surrounded by people that are not only going to push you, motivate you, tell you when you're wrong, tell you that you're not challenging yourself enough, but for people who are going to support everything that you put your mind to, everything that you're doing, whether it's a podcast, whether it's YouTube, whether it's your own business, whether it's a lash line, you know, whether it's makeup you know whatever it is whatever it is that you want to do you have to surround yourself with people that believe in your dreams as well because if the people that you surround yourself with don't believe in your dreams then you don't need to be surrounded by those people because not only do they not believe in your dreams they don't believe in their own dreams that's why you know they're they're casting all their insecurities on you and trying to 
trying to renounce your dreams and your passions. So it's really crucial. I can't stress this enough. It's so, so crucial to surround yourself with people who are passionate about their goals, their dreams, their aspirations. And when you come to them about your dreams and your goals and your aspirations, they cheer you on. They're your biggest cheerleaders. They love to see you win. They love to see you elevate. Those types of people you need. Those types of people you need in your circle. Because it's like you're the y'all are the winning team. Like imagine if you were the only successful person in your circle. Do you know how inconvenient that would be to be the only successful person in your circle? That means you need another circle. If you got to draw a whole nother circle from scratch, then that's what you got to do. But you can't be the only successful person in your circle. You know, y'all at the y'all at the club and you the only one that can afford a bottle. Y'all at um, dinner and you're the only one that's able to pick up the entire tab. You don't want that type of life. You don't want to be surrounded by people who are at a lower level than you. Not that you're better than anyone, but you want people who are on the same caliber as you as far as mindset. Not not salary, because, you know, once you elevate your mindset, the people that are on the same level as you are going to come naturally. So that salary and all that stuff, that's just going to come. But... Yeah, surround yourself with people who are on the same level as you mentally, you know, because that's so, so, so important. I can't, that's like the most important rule in this podcast episode, to surround yourself with people who are like-minded, driven, and who cheer you on, even if they're not doing their best in what they're doing. They are still your biggest cheerleader. So please edit that circle if this sounds like you and your group of friends, okay? So my last tip, I said I wouldn't hold you guys too long and I'm already in, let me see. I'm probably like already a little far in. Okay, 18. Okay, okay, okay. I'm about to, I'm about to wrap it up. I'm about to wrap it up. The last tip that I would give is to understand the difference between generational wealth and fast money. Oh, Jesus, Lord have mercy. I have seen so many of my peers be so infatuated with fast money. It's like, it's really sad. It's really sickening because we at the same, we the same age. We kind of at the same phase in our lives. But yet my mindset is so far-fetched from my peers. And it's kind of hard to watch because they don't have goals. They don't have you know aspirations like a plan they don't have a plan for their life they don't have you know they don't want nothing out of life and they get very they get very distracted by the fast money and when, when I say fast money if you don't really understand what I mean by that I mean fast money like scamming I mean, fast money like, oh my gosh, um, I'm trying to think of another example of fast money, like just like a get rich quick type of scheme. You know, there's, there's probably millions of examples of that, but 
those type like when you're trying to get rich quick and you ain't trying to put no work into building wealth and not getting rich quote rich quick then you just you're gonna get you're gonna lose all that money just as fast as you got it you're gonna lose let me say that again you're gonna lose all that money as fast as you got it because one you're not putting no work in two it's being handed to you because it's fast money and three there's no vision there's no there's no real plan there's no real purpose as to what you want to do with that money and a lot of people don't have the intelligence to have a whole lot of money and invest it have a whole lot of money and buy some property they don't have that type of intellect and that's why I say you have to know the difference between generational wealth and having your own business starting your own you know YouTube page or you know venturing out and being your own boss being an entrepreneur and getting a very stable career whether that's a welder a nurse a PA a dentist whatever it is like building generational wealth not just from your nine to five but other business adventures that you're that you're in that you're um partaking in and you can build generational wealth with stocks you know bitcoin you know forex trading if you're into that you know different types of things but when you're more focused on getting rich quick and getting a pp loan no shame no tea no shame honey (laughs) no tea no shame but when you focus on a pp loan and you're scamming the government honey you're just asking for you're just asking for failure but when you're putting in the hard work and you're putting in the dedication and you're putting in the blood sweat and tears to get where you want to be and do what it is that you want to do then you're going to reap the fruits of your labor. You're going to see everything that you've worked for, worked for unfold right before your eyes because you put the work in for it. And so it's really important to understand the difference. Please understand the difference between generational wealth and fast money. It's very, very vital, crucial, and important. So, I said I would not hold you guys long. I know we all have lives, we all have things we got to do, and we all have things we have to see and, and, and check off our little to-do list for the day. So, whenever you're listening to this, I hope that it gave you some type of motivation that if you don't know where you're going, if you have no idea where, what you're meant to be doing, that you can take this podcast and really look at yourself in the mirror and understand that God gave you his kingdom. He gave you everything that life has to offer. You know, you already had his inheritance before you was in your mom's womb. So understand that. So everything that you want in this lifetime, you can get it. Everything that you see for yourself and your future and your family or whatever, you can have it. You just have to look in the mirror and change your mindset and dive deep within yourself and ask yourself, what do I want to do? What am I passionate about? What changes do I want to make in this world? 
because you can make the changes. You just have to be the change first. And please edit that circle if it's not what I said it should be. So just remember, God gave us this life to do with it as we will. What you do with it is only up to you. Peace, love, and happiness. Bye, guys.